Well, good morning, friend. Welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, I woke up this morning and I was going to get ramping to get somewhere, and well, I just don't know what to do this morning, and I just keep following the Holy Spirit. And Well, I've got up, mowed the yard, took a shower, washed some dishes, so it's a productive morning. But I... Just keep doing what he tells me to do one step at a time. I thought I was leaving. I was grabbing everything up. And turns out I'm sitting down at this computer because this is where he ended up putting me. I was going to go out into the woods maybe and do an episode because it's a beautiful morning outside. The weather's perfect. To be inside is almost criminal. But I don't know why, but this is where he told me to do. Because this is the way it is, friend. I just don't know anything anymore. The only thing I know is that I don't know anything. And because I don't know anything, I just let him know everything for me. And even if it's wrong, it's still right. And if it's right, it's still wrong. How many times have I explained this in how many different ways? Well, because the truth is, if Jesus told me to do this and follow this Holy Spirit, and I'm following the Holy Spirit, well, even if I'm wrong according to the world and according to everyone else, well, I'm still right according to God. And if I'm trying to do it right for him, well, then I just can't do it wrong. And if I'm trying with the best of my ability and with this Holy Spirit, well, then whose fault would it be if I didn't get it right? (laughs) Yes, 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 that's right. So that's the way I I do this. That's why I do this, friend, because I just realize that there's just no wrong to it, even if it's wrong all the while. Because love is the only path there ever was or ever will be. We can choose that thought of Satan, that thought of selfishness and fear. It's just it just doesn't feel very good over a long period of time. And, well, that's the thing, you know, Jesus came to show us another path and show us how when we get tired and being sick from eating the fruit, we can choose another path, friend. And I've just decided I want to choose that other path, and that's the path I've chosen. Well, that's the one I'm walking. Except I'm not walking it. Have you ever heard of that footprints in the sand? My father's carrying me down this path because I just don't have the strength to walk it on my own. So everything I do, he does for me, and that's the reason I just listen to my heart and I just follow this Holy Spirit and do whatever it says, including sit down at this computer when I would rather be outside, because I have that episode thing going on on YouTube now, friend. Another one, (laughs) probably by day's end, I imagine I'll be in the woods somewhere. I might make an episode on YouTube. Who knows? I just don't know what I'm going to do. I just follow this Holy Spirit, and it'll tell me. I have to be careful now, though, because with that camera, that just kind of scares me. I've talked about that previously on here. Because, well, the more unknown, I don't really believe anybody's going to believe me, friend. That's the truth. But if people were actually to, I might get puffed up like a rooster, and that's what I'd be afraid of. I'd be afraid that that I lose my humility. Because it's easier to do than you think, friend. I don't know if you've ever taken notice to that in your life, but... See, and depending... I don't know who you are or where you're at in this thing called your discovery of self and discovery of God. Because humility might be a new topic to you. 
you might only know humiliation, see, because there's a difference. The, the two words sound alike, but that's about where it ends, because humiliation is when other people put you in your place in a way that is just very negative and painful and, well, humiliating. <laughs> what other word are you going to use, right? Um, humility means to come to accept that you're not any better than anyone else. To me, humility comes to accept equality, meaning that we are all my father's children, and since we're all my father's children, not one is better than the other. And I will give my disclaimer here, and that is I don't expect you to believe a word I say, as always, because as I'm always saying, I don't care about whether you have a relationship with me. If you listen to one of these and you get what you need, then God has blessed me in blessing you. If you get nothing at all, that's okay, too. I'm sure you've wasted a half hour of your life doing other things at different times. I've sure wasted enough of my life. But I'm here just to talk about my relationship with Jesus and what Jesus meant in this interpretation of the kingdom, because though I keep claiming I have the kingdom, I don't expect anybody to believe it. Because the truth of the matter is, I can't tell you the truth because there is no truth to tell except the one you have about the one you had. And so, but what happens is we all pick our truths and then we get them solid in our minds, not realizing everybody else has a different truth and that there's many truths to have. And all of them can appear to be right, even though they're all wrong all the while. And in the end, righteousness is wrong because, well, that's what causes conflict. That's why men kill each other. Wars are fought over such things. So all of this righteousness, well, that might make you great in the world, but friend, that doesn't make you great to my father. My father doesn't want you to be great in the world. He wants you to be great for him, and he'll give you a great purpose. But that purpose, well, I'll tell you, it might not be seen great by other people, but it'll be seen great by the people you serve. Because you're being a servant, servant friend, well, what will happen is people will start buying into your way of thinking because they'll see you doing it, and they'll be thinking, maybe I ought to try what they're trying. Maybe I ought to be what they're being. That's the way this works. It doesn't matter. And you don't know what you do because I'll tell you, friend, I've touched a lot of people over these years, and I have no idea how much I've changed some people. Some people have told me that having me in their life has made a drastic difference, and they're grateful for me. And that's just these last years when I became a servant servant. And that, that's what I live for, friend. When somebody tells me something like that or somebody says that, that I'm that, – it, I mean something to him, friend. That's the most beautiful thing ever. And I'm not talking about those that love you. These folks, they didn't love me because they didn't even know me and I didn't know them. It's through service, friend. That's what Jesus was talking about. He was talking about this service. But I'll tell you, I didn't start off here. I didn't know whether I was going to. I felt a thing about talking about this thing called The Secret. It's on Netflix now, it's a movie. Well, on here, you often hear me talk about Christians that, that um, speak like serpents, meaning that they wiggle half their tongue, right? 
So wiggling half your tongue doesn't mean that you're evil, friends. So I'm not calling Christians evil. I'm saying that when you wiggle half your tongue, you're talking about Jesus' death. You're saying that you're going to get his kingdom if you believe in his death. But that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said in his life over and over again, all of these statements, and everybody bought into the church's um, half-tongue lie. So what I'm asking you to do is look at Jesus. But I'm going to reveal something else, too, because there's another serpent thing going on. And it's a great thing, and I listened to it at first, and I and I applied it because it does work. But the problem is when you only get half the truth, you might get results, but you don't get results that help other people. You become selfish not even knowing what you're doing. It takes you down the wrong path. And that's that movie called The Secret. There's a movie, and now it's on Netflix. And it's a great way to kind of get a concept of how God creates things in your life because you're much more responsible for what you're creating than what you understand. Because my Father's will is your will. And that movie kind of describes it in a, in, a, in a way that allows you to kind of get the grasp of what Jesus was talking about because he told you about what, that, what comes out of your mouth is what defiles you, not goes into your mouth. And what goes into your mind comes out of your mouth. Because what goes into your mind is what ends up in your heart and your soul and in your spirit and your thoughts. And I mean, you know, it, it just fills you up. So what you put in is what you're getting out. And you just don't realize how much damage you're doing with some of the stuff you're putting in. But the secret talks about this. But it calls God a genie. It talks about the universe that what you think about, you bring about. And it tries to teach you how to know what you're thinking about by how you're feeling because they're saying you can't control your thoughts. One thing is this, they tell you that you can't control your thoughts, and that's a lie. It doesn't matter whether you get it perfect. You can control your thoughts at an insane level. And that's what I'm doing with my father. But that's the reason I'm in the wilderness talking to this Holy Spirit. You don't understand. I've come to know the power of that secret. Everything I put into my mind is what I get out of it. So if I go watching videos of stuff that I don't want to watch, and I go watching bad things and negative things, and I go watch that news, and I put negative stuff in my head, friend, I'm getting darkness out of this heart. And I've had darkness in this heart for years. And my father's freed me from all this misery that I had. So I'm telling you, you're far more capable of changing your thoughts than what you thought you were. However, it's the Holy Spirit that does it for you. Because the Holy Spirit is your holy thought. And if you start seeking this love of Christ and you go after this Jesus message with everything you've got, you will find the kingdom that he told you you would. But you're not doing it half measures. You're not going to do it. The secret talks about how you can gradually get what you want in your life. The problem is, friend, I started down that path in the middle of all this before I understood the consequences of what I was doing to other people. and because I was not seeing how selfish selfishness was. And then um, I was still applying that secret. I'll tell you about a couple of years ago when I was when I was on this psychiatric medication and I wasn't um, you know they had convinced me that the Holy Spirit was wrong and that, 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 that a voice was a negative thing and that made you mentally ill because you heard a voice. and that's just not the truth. That's not what Jesus said. But in that process, I got very involved 
in helping people and trying to push political venue of mental health. So in other words, trying to push through things that so I'd make calls and emails, and I'm not perfect. I just did what I did. And I was on advocacy committees, and I would join together with people on creating ideas on how it is we're going to go about it. And every year I'd go to Harrisburg on a bus trip, and we'd go have Mental Health Day, and um, we'd rally in the rotunda, and we'd go around and talk to all the senators and the representatives and stuff. Well, one year, out of the blue, they asked me to speak up there. And I got up there and it turned out there was going to be 700 people. It's on Facebook somewhere, or not Facebook. It's on it's on uh, YouTube. Somebody put it up. Eric, my friend Eric, did it was for the it was for the Montgomery County CSP. But I did I don't think I put it up on. It's not up on my YouTube. But what I know is that through this experience, I know that my father's will is our will except his will is even greater than our will. But until we change and, and want what he wants for us, he'll make what we want his priority. He isn't our master friend. He's our servant. In that secret, they called God a genie, the genie of the universe. They said, think of the universe as a genie and, and think about that every thought you have is a wish to the genie. Friend, that just underestimates the power of my father. And it also gives him no credit and turns, it means that he gets no appreciation because he's no genie friend. He's your father. He's your creator. And so even though this movie is correct and I loved it for what it taught me, I also don't like it because it tells you to think of God as a genie and my father's just not a genie. He's the greatest love you'll ever meet. He's the greatest love you can ever get to know and understand. And you have to start understanding this message of Christ to get it. But I'm telling you. See, what happens is I went, I started thinking about politics, more and more about politics. <laughs> what problem is with my history, friend? Politicians, what they do is they pay people in these corporations pay people to dig up dirt on the competition, right? So, well, my life is so full of dirt, there's just no sense in even bothering. But nonetheless, I thought about maybe it was time that there was a politician that just was what it was and, and you know, maybe the people would vote for him. But you know what I come to realize? That requires ad campaigns, which requires money, which requires sponsorship, which requires corporations to donate to your campaign. Friend, I couldn't I couldn't do anything to stop those corporations from owning the political system because the only way to actually get into the political system and stay there is if you're owned by it. So those those publicly traded corporations that are entities, well, they've already got you in before it even starts because there's just, unless you've got so much money, then you're already part of the corporate system anyway, because it takes millions to do anything nowadays in that, in, in that with advertising and all that stuff. People put a lot of money into that, to that campaigning and you don't get paid much money to be a civil servant. So you know that that money's coming, being bought, they're being bought by corporations. And the problem is it isn't a Democrat or a Republican thing. People are thinking it's a one-sided thing. I've heard Democrats make it sound like it's the Republicans doing it. Friend, it's both of them. 
Corporations leave nothing to risk. They are publicly traded and they have more money than they know what to do with because their money is only designed to make more money because you pay them to do that. Because you buy their stocks so that and you demand that there you get interest on your money and so therefore they demand more from their employees than they ever should and that's just the way it is. And then they take and take and take and then they give a little bit, friend, they advertise and they, they sponsor people and give a little bit of money. I'm not saying nothing good comes out of the corporations because some of the corporations hand out money and look as though they're doing a good job. But the truth of the matter is, at the end, they are a consciousness that it is a citizen that has no consciousness and no liability. And its only purpose is to serve the stockholders. And if the head of the snake grows a conscience, it will cut off its own head and replace it to put someone on there that's more worried about making money than they are about how they're treating their employees. That's just the way it is. I don't care what you say, friend. You just can't cut this any other way. And see, speaking against the corporate system isn't exactly the best way to survive, but it's also what my father's called me to because I've told you that this, these corporations are the beast that is that is not. And it's not that I'm upset because... We created it. We didn't mean to. It was a mistake. Whoops. We can't undo it. Whoops. Now we get to pay the price of what we've done. Whoops. Because it's going to destroy the system. Because we have put the son of corporations at the helm of the greatest country on earth. The one that had the most power, the most influence over everyone. Friend, if you look at that Revelations... You've got a dragon that supports the dragon, and the son of the dragon, friend, you're just not getting it. But it doesn't matter, because this is what I know. It doesn't matter. I'm not here to talk about end time stuff, even though I talk about it all the while, because I have to, because that's what the Holy Spirit leads me to. I didn't even want to sit down and do this episode here. I want to just talk about that other thing. But this is what happens, see. Right now, the light is strong. And you can come to know the love of Christ. You can come to know love by experience. These corporations that are evil actually are trying to make themselves look good. So they're giving money away to make themselves look like they're good humanitarians. Friend, use that money and do something good with it. I don't care. Go work in a soup kitchen. That's the, I told you, the system is, is going to destroy itself. There's nothing that you have to do to stop it. It's going to do it. My father's already got it in mind. It's going to be done. My father's not going to let corporations turn all his children into slaves. It's just not going to happen. So just know that by the time that all gets to going, well, those corporations are designed on a system that will fail under pressure. And friend, if you don't think natural disasters come and you just haven't seen the truth, the love and the love of truth. I mean, he laid it out there for you in Revelations. Because we won't make the right decisions. We didn't. And now we've had a choice. One of the things I am doing and the reason I'm talking about this darkness is. It's not that I want you to be afraid of it. I want you to realize that what's coming isn't my father's fault because some of us are going to make it through this. And when we do, we must not do this again. Because my father is the love you seek, and we could have the kingdom that my father promised right now, right here, if we'd all make it together. The problem is none of us are willing to stand up and die. I'm giving this message 
And, and friend, I just know that every party that's ever stood up against the dark has been snuffed out by the dark. And I'm not talking about the dark that hides in the dark. I'm talking about the dark that hides in the light, friend. It was the religious people that crucified Jesus. Martin Luther King was in a free nation that shot him because he stood up for equality, friend. I'm telling you that every time we stand up, someone's going to want to snuff us out. But it's time that we stand and we do the right thing. And I'm not saying the right thing is standing up and, and, and protesting. Some people are going to be called to, to stand for righteousness in a way that, that is loving and of equality. Yes. There's Martin Luther King's, there's Jesus's, there's people, there's John to you, freed a nation without ever raising a hand. He taught us how powerful um, nonviolent protest can be. Do you think that that did not inspire Martin Luther King seeing what Gandhi did? I'm telling you, these things, there's these people that I've seen, they're my heroes in my heart because I've seen the way they stand against the dark and I want to be like them because I want to be like my father because I want to be like Jesus because all of them are the same. They're all stood for love. Jesus said, hide your light under a bushel. No, friend, I'm going to let it shine. And here on the Internet, I'm letting it shine. But you don't have to go out and do anything major. Maybe my father's calling you to teach people how to play guitar. Maybe you're great at playing guitar and it brings you a lot of joy. And maybe his purpose for you is that you teach people how to play guitar that can't afford it. Maybe you go to the places where people have no money and you go and be of service to him by helping him teach people something to bring them joy in a dark place where they have a hard time finding light. My father will teach you to do all kinds of things, and I can't tell you what it is, friend. But I'm telling you what, his will is amazing. And he had put me in a psychiatric hospital, and I would have sworn that I have got so mad at him about thinking that he abandoned me and that I was wrong for having this voice and that I was crazy and I was mad at God for making me so. Friend, I wasn't crazy. I was buying into what they were telling me. At the end of the day, love is the way, friend. But the psychiatric hospital and going through that was one of the greatest things ever because it put me in a place where I got to learn humility in a new kind of way. I got to become less so that I could become more and not more than anyone, but more for my father, which means being less than everyone else. It means being a servant servant. It means I need to think more about what it is, how I can be of service to him and to you than I am to myself because selfishness is evil even though we don't want to pretend, even though we want to pretend it's not. And it's a delicate balance, friend. My father just took me on vacation. I did some really amazing, loving things while I was on vacation and got to really engage with some people in some fun ways. But he also took me horseback riding. Friend, that to me feels selfish, except for the fact that I connected with a guy that does, um, let's see here, what is it called? Egalop. He's a certified Egala pro provider, which is a person that is certified with horses to help people with um, like therapy, like uh, marriage counseling and people with mental health challenges. There's there's healing relationships through horses, see, and, and he's trained and certified on 
on how to use horses to help people heal relationships. So that's what I learned. And my father took me off into the mountains. It was insane. And I ended up camping in a horse pasture. It was just an awesome experience all the way around. But that's the way my father works. I'm telling you, he will give you joy all the while he's turning you into a servant servant. And you will feel good about yourself because you're serving him by serving them. I'm telling you, there's there's power and there's love in this service. Jesus told you that whoever wants to be the greatest in the kingdom must be a slave to all. And I'm telling you, friend, the more you understand what he meant, the more you'll want to be a slave to all. A servant servant is just the only way to be. I've come to understand what he meant. But I did what he asked, and I'm asking you to do the same because I want to see the light spread, friend. I'm not on here to glorify myself. I've got no glory. I've been ashamed of who I've been. I'm on here because Jesus taught me the right way, and I'm a slow learner, friend. I'm telling you, I kept looking, and I just wasn't seeing it. And even when I was seeing it, I wasn't seeing it. I mean, I'm a blind as a bat, friend. Till my father was ready for me, he just left me blind. But you know what? That's my father's purpose, and he has a purpose to all of this, and it's all going to go exactly the way he wants. All we've got to do is trust that. So I know that even though I can't figure out why it is I kept causing suffering and why it is he didn't show me what he showed me, because some of it's a doggone simple. I can't believe I didn't see it all the while because I was looking right at it. But that's not the way my father works, see? Everything is for its purpose. Jesus said when that blind man, they said about that one blind man, they said, uh, was was it the blind man that sinned or was it his parents' sin on why he's blind? And Jesus said, no, that man was blind for the glory of God. We don't know what for the glory of God is. We don't know who here is suffering for the glory of God, friend. So maybe my suffering was for the glory of God. What I know is the love of my father is worth all the suffering I went through. And I'm telling you what I have, you can have. This kingdom is yours because it's mine. And because it's mine and his and yours, it's everyone's. But it's a choice that we make. And it sounds like he wants obedience, but he never wanted obedience, friend. There's just no obedience to this. It's about love. It's about joy. It's about connecting with other people through the love of Christ. And in it, you, me, my father, and everyone gets served. Because my father is a servant's servant. Do you hear that? He's not your master. My father is a servant's servant. That's the reason they call him a genie of the universe in that secret. Because he'll just, once you decide you know something and you start Bring it into manifest, because I'm telling you, you draw things to yourself. The, your thoughts are far more powerful than you even understand, friend. When Jesus said that we're gods, you didn't understand what he was talking about. What you put into your mind is what you get out of it. When you let other people feed you negativity and you just buy into it and you hang out with negative people and think about negative things, you create what it is you're, you've got in your life. And I'm not blaming you. I'm telling you I did it to myself. And now whenever I think that I want to be right for being angry, I remember that I can be angry or I can be happy, and it's my choice. I have the right to be angry when somebody treats me bad. The question is, do I want to be angry? Do I want to be happy? Do I want to know the love of Christ? 
So now, yes, I could be angry when someone does something, but my goal is to forgive you as quick as possible. And if I ever get it really good, I'll just get to the point where I won't even be offended at all. I won't need to forgive you because I won't be angry. Jesus, man, he was the amazing when it comes to that. I mean, he could just heal people and just, he was just amazing. But he came for that purpose. That was his purpose. We all have a purpose. This is mine, whatever that is, because my father won't show me the truth of it. He just keeps telling me what to do. <laughs> like I told you, I wasn't going to get on here. I was going to leave. I was going to go walking in the woods, and here I am doing this. And what am I going to do after this? I don't know yet, because you know what? That eternal moment of now isn't here, and my father leads me around, and I live in the moment most of the time. So, yeah, I've gotten all the work done I needed done, but that's because the Holy Spirit told me to do it. He told me to wash the dishes when I didn't even plan on doing anything else. And then, well, it's just the way he works. And I'll be quite honest with you, the dishes in the sink weren't mine. They were my roommates. But this is the truth. This is what Jesus said. And I'm not trying to take credit for things. I'm, telling, I'm trying to get you to understand that being a servant, servant means that the Holy Spirit's going to ask you to do things for other people. And it's not going to be because it's your job. It's going to be because the Holy Spirit wants you to do it because you're going to change people by being loving to people when they don't understand or even care. Because when you do stuff for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit changes people. It knows what people need. We don't. I don't know what anybody needs, but my father does. And if I let him follow, lead me around to the best of my ability, well, then at the end of the day, I've given him my will from beginning to end, and that's just all I can do. And if I've done it wrong, it's not because I haven't tried to do it right. <laughs> so even if I'm wrong, I'm right. Back to that old saying, friend. I'm telling you, this is this 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 Jesus thing is the way to go. His message is it. Let everything else go. Forget the Bible. Read Jesus. Get it. I mean, you got to understand the context of what he said. If you don't have the faith that he's the second coming, then you got to figure out how to figure that out. But once you get to really believe in Jesus is the way and you start doing his message, it's over. Well, friend, I got five seconds. So may God bless you and yours.